Hello, and welcome to the ENC 101 podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Stewart, and with me today, I have my co-host... Hello, I'm Lucas Suter. <laughs> Once again, uh, we have a very special guest today with us. You would care to introduce yourself, Andrea? Sure. I am Andrea Sautel, and I'm super excited to be here. Uh, yes, we're excited to have you. Uh, longtime friend of ENC, longtime friend of the program. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I have a starting question like normal. Uh, we kind of asked these weird questions before. And I like to throw everyone off guard because I never tell anyone who what I'm going to ask that day. Yes. So if you could choose one actor or actress to portray your life, if it was to be made into a movie, who would it be? Wow. That's a hard question. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a deep question to, to throw oh, at you man. at the beginning. Um, my gosh, I've got to think, I've got to think. I don't know if anybody could actually portray my life. I'm not sure that I would make them do that. Anyone you want. <laughs> but I feel like I'm a big fan of Kate Hudson. Okay, okay. Because I think she's beautiful and I would just want to like live her life yeah. for a day. And she's like spunky and she's a little impulsive. And yeah, I think that's who I would want, but not because we have anything in common. <laughs> like, I, would, I would also I just like, like her Kate impulsiveness. Hudson to play so. Me. That would be her. I would also like Kate Hudson to play me. Yeah, so. yeah, no. I thought you were going to ask me like what actor I liked, and then I had a name for that. So, no. It's all good. It's a super hard question. It's all good. I always throw these questions before. So, Lucas, who okay. would you have? I definitely want Nicolas Cage to play <laughs> me. It. Only because I just want there to be a Nicolas Cage movie about me. <laughs> about Maine? About me. Oh, I thought you said Maine. I no. was like, well, I mean, wow. it would be about Maine, too, I mean, obviously. Yeah, I was like, since you're from Maine, like, you represent the state well. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd want Sean Connery, even though he's, like, super old now. He's <laughs> <It's> really old. <laughs> and just for, like, this 23-year-old with this Brit British accent. <laughs> good. Good. That would be cool. Uh, just because he's James Bond, and I'd, I'd love to have yeah. James Bond portray me. Good. <laughs> well, that... There you go. That's There's a little information about our lives for you guys. All right, Lucas, you want to start us out? All right. So, Andrea, let's get where are you from, where did you go to college, and how are you connected to ENC? Oh, man. Okay, I am from originally born in Baltimore, Maryland, mm -hmm. um, but spent most of my life in upstate New York, and wow. then took my first job in Maryland. So I kind of consider myself more of a Marylander more than anything else. Uh -huh. um, but I also lived in Kansas City and I'm a diehard Chiefs fan. <laughs> so there's that piece in Is my life Is there anyone too. you want to shout out in Maryland? I thought you said we we're going to say on the Chiefs team and I was going to say Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> oh, yes, oh Maryland? Patrick Mahomes, oh my gosh. There's, <laughs> no, I wish he was from Maryland. Oh, people in Maryland, there's tons of people to shout out. Some ENC alum, Bubba Snodderly was oh. in my youth group. Oh. We love I've known him course. since the seventh, since he was in the seventh grade. Um, Crystal Hall is another like favorite of mine. Mm. She also still lives in Maryland. She's a graduate of ENC. So, there's, I mean, there's tons of people I love in Maryland. So many. Mm. Sorry, didn't mean to throw so that curveball. That was a curveball. <laughs> uh, I forget the other questions. Where I'm from, and then where'd you go uh, to college? I went to college at Eastern Nazarene College. Right oh, here. Wow, <laughs> that's story. awesome. Uh, I have deep roots here. Like my entire family went here. Uh -huh. um, so my parents, my sisters, my uncle. I mean, I have a lot of like relatives that went here. Mm -hmm. um, and I met my husband here. So we, we you know we're both from here. So we love ENC. I deeply love ENC. Yeah. At least you're not from Gordon. 
<laughs> no, oh my gosh, no. That would be bad. <laughs> oh, man. So, so how are you connected to ENC? Like, what do you, if, if we see you around on campus, why are you here? Okay, good. <laughs> That's what they ask me every time I'm on yeah. campus. Why, why are you, you here? here? <laughs> um, well, part of it is I work at the Wallison Church in Nazarene. I'm the youth pastor there. And so, like, my office is on campus here. That's my primary job that mm-hmm. I was hired to do. Um, but since I've been here, I do a lot of college ministry. So um, I, well, I teach the youth ministry classes at ENC. Mm-hmm. There's two of them. I just got out of one of them, um, and I love that. I love everything about that. Uh, I also work as kind of like a chaplain for the women's basketball team. So I meet with them every other week, and we just kind of share life together and try to encourage them. Although I know nothing about basketball. I was not a basketball player, volleyball player. Um, So I am engaged in that. Um, My husband and I have students to our house every Wednesday for spaghetti. So Mm, then we used to eat in the cafeteria here, but COVID's kind of put a, you know, squelch to that. Yeah. Um, We liked it because it was cheap and our kids loved it. Unlimited chocolate milk. It's pretty great. Um, And then trying to think what else. I also run late night, which is our college service that's on Thursday nights. And so I'm around campus for that. But we just try to like pour into college students as much as possible. Um, I also have interns that work in my youth ministry that are connected to the college too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of youth workers that work in my youth ministry that are college students. So it's kind of the meshing of two worlds all the time. Mm-hmm. That's great. So despite everything going on, do you do anything interesting over the summer? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, yes, a lot of things were canceled, which I was super bummed out about, mm-hmm. but we did get on, go on vacation. Um, I spent a week in New Jersey, which I know people think is the armpit of America, but it's not <laughs> when you go to the Jersey Shore. Shout out to Richie Gardner. Um, truth right there. <laughs> um, so we went there with my family. It was awesome. I loved it. Went to the beach, hung out, paddle boarded a lot, oh, nice. um, which is good. Uh, and then we spent a week in New Hampshire um, mm. with my husband's side of the family. I went to a couple weddings. I just officiated a wedding. So, you know, there's a little bit of everything, <laughs> but it's much more low key than like a typical summer. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, like normally you would have like tons of youth events and stuff like yes. that. Was there any like camps going on this summer? No, no? There, every, no. we were supposed to go to Honduras this summer oh, on a wow. mission trip, um, which I typically go there like a couple times a year. Uh, so that was canceled. Teen camp was canceled. We really couldn't do any like overnight stuff and had to kind of look at youth ministry in a different way. So yeah, it was definitely a different summer, but I spent a lot of time with my family. I have two kids and so it was kind of like good quality family time, uh, which was nice. So yeah. yeah. Well, at least it was like a chill. Summer. It was a chill summer. Yeah. Yes. Still sad which I appreciated. things were canceled, but yes. I mean, hopefully it was restorative at some point. Yes. Um, so you mentioned a little before, but about late night. Yes. And so this leads into our next question. Was it, so it's an event that's held once a week for nobody that might know uh, about late night. And it's been going on for, I mean, as long as I can remember. Uh, um, and it's basically just like this college held service uh, that happens on Thursday nights. Is that correct? Yes. Now it used to be on Wednesday nights, but now yes. it's on Thursday nights. Um, and so can you tell us a little bit about late night? Um, kind of give us the history of it, even though sure. you told me that you might not know <laughs> that much about the history. I'm like the of worst it. history person ever because I don't remember anything. Late night actually was happening when I was a student, oh, wow. um, and I'm old. I just turned 41 like two days ago, so 
uh, I'm old. old. It's like I've been out of college for like 20 years. Um, But they had late night and it was in the basement of the church. Uh, It was run by Stretch and Jill Dean. And I believe they started it and kind of started as just this service geared towards college students. Oh, wow. Low key. Um, there's there was always food present, which any college student loves. Yes. <laughs> um, and then last year I took it over. Um, I think it went away for a while, and then um, Stretch and Joe came back up here and they started it. They were the pastors at the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the pastor of the church, and so uh, when he left, um, resigned from our church, then I took over for a little while last semester. Um, But then COVID hit, and so we were kind of running things the same way last spring. But when we came back to school, it was like this restart of it. Um, Because so much of late night is this super warm vibe, like Mm -hmm. downstairs in the basement of our church. Well, I say the basement. It's not like a creepy basement, but, (laughs) you know, like it's a smaller, smaller venue. It's a cool basement. (laughs) Yeah, it's a cool basement with like cool lights. And um, the whole idea was that like college students could kind of get this break and have a place where they could worship, um, just kind of let, you know, lay low um, and connect with God and hear like a brief like devotional, uh, but also be loved on by the church. And so when we came back into this year and knew like there were some restrictions and stuff with COVID, we, we decided to do a late night remix yeah. and move the day um, to Thursdays because chapel is only on Wednesdays now. That's so. revolutionary too. Yeah, you, you we're made a, tr- a revolutionary change in, really in the late it, night. I know, I don't know how big of a remix it is, but um, it's also an hour earlier, which I don't know if college students like appreciate that, but I'm not going to lie, I appreciate that piece of yeah. it. Oh, um, but our hope really was that we would be able to have more people from our church come out and help um, mm-hmm. if it was a little bit earlier, because we want our students to know that our church exists here and that our church loves them. Mm-hmm. And so that was intentional. Um, and then the other piece of it is we moved up to the ministry center of the sanctuary, uh, like the big space, mostly because, you know, you can't sit more than six feet apart from people. And so up in the ministry center, um, it, it's just a bigger venue and we can have more people in there. So we've changed lighting in there. We tried to give it a warm vibe. I feel like when you go in there, it doesn't feel the same as like on a Sunday morning or during chapel. Like it's just, it, there's mm. a warmer vibe to it. Um, and we're we're still serving food, but we're doing it COVID friendly. <laughs> um, so everything's like pre-prepared and we actually serve it to students as they leave to take back to their dorm rooms. So oh, cool. yeah, so it's, I mean, it's been good because I think it gives them a space to come um, and, and hopefully hear something that's relevant and worship. Uh, and just unwind in a little bit of way, but it definitely looks a little bit different than yeah. mm-hmm. prior. Than normal, than what what, yeah. what what we considered normal. Yes. Um, but, uh, I mean, you hear that, folks. There's still food being served. There's still food, and it's homemade. <laughs> it's it's homemade. homemade. With gloves so, and masks on. If you hadn't gone because you were worried that COVID prevented the food <laughs> outcome of it, there's still food. It's truth. And, I, I mean, I'll just give, like, a little, like, you know, little look into next week. There is mac and cheese coming next oh, week. Oh, the mac so, and cheese is the best. You know, if you like mac and cheese, it's going to be there next week. We have good food every single week. Every so. single week. It's There's there's something good always yes. food-wise. Yes. And so this streamlines us into our next question question which is going to be a curveball again but since you are in full-time ministry yes um i was hoping that you could 
if there's uh, someone on campus that might be like, eh, I don't know, like maybe they want to get into ministry. Me and Lucas are both religion majors. Yeah. And so um, we've been we've been there. We've heard we we both probably feel like that there's a call in ministry on our own hearts. Um, and so do you have anything like any advice for someone that might be like, I feel like I have this call to ministry and I don't know what to do with it. Um, yeah. And it just is kind of like this bland idea uh, or this blank page, this blank canvas kind of how could they proceed um, throughout their college career to, to kind of harvest that? Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of things. I think one, it's always good to find like, like some mentors or leaders that you can sit down and talk with and mm-hmm. like express sort of what you're thinking about, what you feel like God is placing on your life. Um, to kind of unpack that with you. Uh, Cause I think a lot of times with ministry, like you, you get really excited about it in a way, like maybe somebody's impacted your life and then you're like, I want to do that for somebody else. Um, mm-hmm. Or you have an experience at like a camp or retreat and like, I think God's calling me to this. I have found that it's the mentors and the people that I've sought out in um, just people that will surround me and come alongside of me and ask me some hard questions, also affirm mm-hmm. and encourage me in like places that, I wouldn't be able to see in myself um, that that's helped like in shaping some of the calling piece of it. Uh, but then as college students and oh, FYI, I think there's a ton of people on campus that like are just great people that could come alongside of college students in that. Oh, yeah. um, and this community is like lends itself to that. Oh, yes. Uh, but the other piece of it, too, is just, um, you know, I, I think getting experience in ministry and being around ministry. Mm. I did not do that enough when I was at ENC in the realm of like youth ministry because hmm. um, I came in and I actually like really didn't want to be a youth pastor <laughs> and was afraid of like what God was calling me to do. So I, I went a different direction wow. um, and a year into it, like felt like God had called me back towards like, you know, this is what I'm asking you to do. Um, so I switched my major to social work and um, with intention to go to seminary, which I did after I got out of ENC. But I feel like those three years, I did a lot of ministry opportunities, but not specific youth ministry. Mm. And I think hindsight, I would have gotten involved like more in that just so that I could see what it's like to be hands-on. Um, so I think whatever you are that you're thinking about, like whatever kind of ministry you're thinking about, the cool thing here is that you know, we've got a lot of different like church settings, um, pastors and leaders, like cultural settings that I would encourage that person to not just get mentored, but also to get involved in like a local church or a local ministry setting of like what they feel like God might be laying on their heart. And then also from the college perspective, um, just, I think, ENC prepare, like uh, gives opportunities for experiences. And mm-hmm. so it's been like, you know, summer men and uh, mission trips and that kind of stuff that I feel like those are some of the moments where God speaks the most to clarify call and to help you see what you're capable of too, like with his help. So um, that would be some advice I would give. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of, I mean, that's, I think that's all like super important too. Cause like as a, as a student, um, I mean, I feel like I haven't even gotten involved enough t- with like ministry opportunities and like, I mean, like I'm a ministry major. <laughs> so yeah. I feel like that's like, when you said that, uh, that was key advice. I was like, yeah, that's definitely it. Like that get involved as much as you can with things like kingdom experience, summer men, yeah. things like that. Because if, with your four years of college go by and you're looking at, at it from, from like a past perspective, you'll definitely be like, I wish I would have done this more. Yeah. Um, and so like, if you're nervous about it, that was always my thing is like, I'm an anxious person. So I've always yep. was like, I don't want to like, I don't know, put myself out there. Like, just do it, just send it. Cause yep. like, 
there's no other time period to do this type of stuff, <laughs> um, especially with like how young you are and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and and so. it is, it's a lot to balance. I think when you're a student, mm -hmm. um, you know, there's a lot to balance to like be involved in different stuff, but at the same time, like, you know, things like kingdom experience and giving yourself the, like just the chance to, to try something, mm -hmm. I think sometimes empowers you too. And that if you have the right people around you, like it, it reminds you again, like what God can use you for and things that you wouldn't typically like sign up for to say, I think I can oh, do yeah. that. Um, this is a really good setting for that. So God definitely takes you out of your comfort zone. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is so true all the time. It's good. Uh, all right. So I understand this was a long time ago, Andrea, but do you have a favorite memory from your freshman year? Oh my gosh. Freshman year. <laughs> that is a long time ago. <laughs> Thank Let's you for reminding you me. Again. Yeah. Yeah. No this problem. Challenge oh, we're giving man. You. Well, it's got to be specific to freshman year, right? Uh, I guess it doesn't have to be. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you two favorite memories. Um, I would say, oh, man, I might have a couple, but I played volleyball. Mm -hmm. um, and probably my, one of my most favorite funny memories, I got hit in the head playing defense and volleyball all the time. <laughs> and I remember being at Salem, uh, the Salem State. I don't know. We were playing them in a tournament close to Halloween, and we were playing Gordon. Mm -hmm. which was our rival school and they were much bigger oh, than us and this like six foot two girl um she was a middle hitter and she hit the ball and i was like a foot too close on defense and she smashed me right in the head oh, no. and i fell backwards like like probably a couple like bounced a couple times on mm -hmm. the court and everybody was laughing so hard including the refs that they they like stopped the game <laughs> so no. that was like embarrassing and also like i'm never gonna forget that in my life um Another memory, I got two more for you, even okay. though you only asked for one, but another memory would be, <laughs> I, I chased my husband down at ENC, like begged him to date me for the nice. first month and a half of college. <laughs> and when he said yes, and he kissed me, it was like the, the, the official start to us dating. Oh. And I remember exactly where I was. So that was a really good memory. Where were you? Um, okay, that's personal. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, I just, the back stairwell, the, real like, questions. the back stairwell to, uh, I don't know, it goes up to like the auditorium. That's where we were, sitting right. on the steps up there. There you go, everybody. This is, this is Andrea's Spot uh, is in close. ENC 101 uh, uh, kissing tips. Right. If you need someone to kiss. Exactly. I've given out my secrets. I've given out my secrets. <laughs> um, well, I'll give you one more secret, because okay. I got in trouble for this one, but this would be the other memory, but it happened more like towards the end of ENC. Mm. My friends and I decided to sleep on the roof of Canterbury. Um, oh, if, what? if you know, there's like a yeah. thing. And then we got caught. Um, while we were, it was, it was like my girlfriends from my dorm, like four mm -hmm. or five of us, we we're like, we're bringing sleeping bags, we're gonna sleep up there. And so the security guards came to get us and they were like, like we were, I was freaking out because I'm kind of not really a rule breaker all that often. And they were like, well, we need your IDs. And all of us were like, we, we don't have them. They were like, well, go back to your room and get them. So everybody went back to the rooms and then they never came back out it's again. So, <laughs> so that was kind of how we ended senior year. It was, you know, wow. memories. They're good memories. Yeah, those are great memories. I loved, <laughs> loved my experience at ENC. So. It, it, rumor has it that the security guards are waiting to this day for, for the ID cards. So. It's true. It's true. They're coming for me. Now they all know this is like public, right? They are, exactly. Good. They're going to listen to it. I'm going to get fired. It's okay. You have podcast immunity yeah, now. podcast immunity it's good. yeah it's good <laughs> anything you say stays on the podcast oh, <laughs> oh man okay andrea do you have any advice for freshmen this year mm. you know i feel like i just had a conversation with a freshman this week that 
I think your college experience is what you make of it. So, mm. you know, I think your school matters. The school that you pick matters, but I think what you pour into your college experience makes all the difference when mm. it comes to, you know, get, getting to know friends that are different than you, maybe that you wouldn't typically hang out with, um, getting involved in like clubs and ministries, starting, uh, I started a lacrosse club when I was here just because I loved lacrosse. Starting wow. clubs like, you know, just for the sake of doing something together, yeah. um, showing up for events and like having school spirit, that kind of thing. I think all of those are really, really good. Um, and then leaning into, and I know you have to like make, this is totally gonna be like the pastor in me, but the fact that you're on a campus here that offers like these experiences for you to connect with God, um, they are so sacred and I feel like, but you have to go after them. And so, um, you know, there's people here are of all different walks of life, all different faith backgrounds. Um, and I think you have to kind of seek that stuff out. So just getting like, getting involved as much as possible um, and making the most, and not, not like staying in your room or like falling back on like, oh, I don't have time for that. Cause the four years go so fast. Um, and they are some of the best memories of, of my life. Like even just exploring the city, like, going adventuring and doing stupid stuff at 2 a.m. going to El Jefe's or like Insomnia Cookies. Big shout out to El Jefe's. Yeah, all those places, like there's so many cool things that you can do. And, um, you know, once you get out and you have to adult, life turns a little bit different, not in a bad way, but those four years in college, um, I think they they are also some of the most formative years of your life. So your choices that you make, the things that you, um, you know, choose to experience I think are really important and I would also say because we were talking about comfort zone and like Mm -hmm. you know what you choose to do do the things that scare you and do the things that Mm -hmm. um that you you didn't think you'd ever do or you didn't think you could do Mm -hmm. uh even when you know you're nervous or you feel fearful just stepping out and like using those four years I mean not stupid stuff but (laughs) you know the stuff that you didn't think you'd ever do um I think those are some of the times too where like God meets you in those moments and shows you something about himself or about yourself uh, that shape like the trajectory of the rest of your life. Oh, um, so, so yeah, that would be, that's a lot of it, different advice, but. No, that was great. I like yeah. to talk, so. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. We love to listen. <laughs> it's good. It's good, good. Do you have any last thoughts for the NC community? Any plugs you want to make to oh, anything? Any plugs. Do you have a brand? <laughs> yeah, do you have a brand you want to rep? Do I have a brand? <laughs> do I have a brand? I have zero brands. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Wally no. Youth Group is your brand. I mean, is Wally Naz Youth Group my brand? Yeah, I sure. Don't know. Sure, anything's your brand. Um, no, I mean, my shout out would be come to late night college students. Of course. Like, we're going to feed yeah. you and Mac hopefully, and you know, it's going to be good. We gave AirPods away last night. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> but, but the kid that won it had an Android, so he can't even use them. So that made me so sad because I don't air, own AirPods. So, you if know. you're that kid that won the, the AirPods, make sure you hustle those away. Seriously, that's what I told him. I was like, sell them, make some money. Yeah, exactly. Them, no, I just, I mean, we love ENC. Our family loves ENC. Um, I don't know who's going to be listening to this, but if you're on the fence or you're thinking about ENC or giving to ENC, you know, mm-hmm. any of the above, um, I believe in this place and it's Same. pretty sweet. And go Chiefs. I guess that would be my brand that I would like. <laughs> Go Kansas Chief, City Chiefs. Patrick there you go. Mahomes is Patrick is Mahomes. Your, is if you're listening to this podcast, oh, you, you can find is. me in Quincy, Massachusetts. Listen, Patty. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Good. All right. Well, thank you for being on, Andrea. Thank you, Brennan, for being an amazing co-host. Thank you to everyone listening. (laughs) And uh, stay fresh.
Yeah. And I'll play us out. Do, 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 do. Music here. Music here. Do, 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 do. Music. Music's here. Do, do. Music. And that's it. <laughs>